We're going to spend a good chunk of this hour uh, talking about you and your health and wellness of your family during the pandemic here uh, with a couple of professionals from Memorial Medical Center. We're first going to talk a little bit about child obesity, uh, a study that just popped up out of the University of Buffalo. We were talking earlier about the COVID-15 where uh, the average adult is again about... Yeah, COVID-19. Oh, no, you, oh, COVID-19. I, see what, I see what you did there, Chris. Yeah, I, I like that, I see huh? what you did you like there. That? 15 pounds. <laughs> 15 go. pounds gained, you know, during the COVID crisis, and that is carried over into our youth, and it, it, it's a it's a tough problem right now. Allie Ishmael's with us. She's a dietitian at Memorial's Weight Loss and Wellness Center. Uh, Allie, good morning to you, and first of all, you know, we, we've seen what we see nationally uh, is that the same trend here in Springfield and Sangamon County as far as uh, childhood obesity, especially during the uh, pandemic? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's kind of similar. In the study, they talk about how childhood obesity has elevated a little bit, and it's not dissimilar to during summer breaks. Um, it's really similar because students and kids do not have the structure that they normally have when they're in school or daycare and such. They have a little bit more freedom. Um, they have more screen time, all of these types of things. Yeah, so they, they start doing this thing. And, and I guess, you know, getting back to the situation, I, you know, obviously I grew up in the 70s. Uh, Greg grew up in the 80s to 90s. And, uh, um, you know, we, we had a lot more activity. It, it does, you know, we, we kind of ate the same junk that the kids are eating right now. We had Pringles, chips, and <laughs> sure. Pepsi and the whole works. We didn't even Juice have the light versions of that stuff. And, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and we didn't seem to have the problem that they have today. Is, is, it, is it just the food or is it an activity or a combination of both? I believe it's a combination of both. Um, so, yeah, you're very right. And we used to eat the same foods and have the same snacks, but we were also, you know, outside most of the time. We didn't have, a, you know, screen time has almost, you know, doubled or even tripled what it used to be. Um, and that sedentary time really adds up. Um, so I definitely encourage people to encourage their kids to find activities, you know, outdoors. I know that a lot of sporting stuff has been canceled due to COVID. So even just going out in the backyard and kicking around the ball, practicing those skills, you know, that time is really beneficial for um, our children. Is that something that you think parents and um, guardians or even mentors uh, really kind of, you know, they're, they're also going to get a benefit out of it by getting out there with the kids and uh, getting that heart rate up for 30 minutes and getting some kind of physical activity involved. Uh, talk about that aspect too of uh, you know, it's not just yeah. something to benefit the kids. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, adults also need to get out there and move around. Absolutely. So I've heard from parents as well, you know, I've, you know, been more sedentary than normal, you know, snacking has definitely increased just because out of boredom, you know, kids snack out of boredom as well. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, downfall to um, the crisis, but also, you know, we have more quality time with our family members. So even doing activities outside together, playing games that maybe you didn't have time before, um, kind of taking advantage of that aspect of it. Or even, you know, instead of having those prepackaged snacks that you have to utilize when you're on the go, mm. but maybe making a snack together and having that quality time. Um, and you can make more nutritional choices and things like that. So it, there's pros and cons to it for sure. I know uh, a lot of people are having some cabin fever, so all the more reason to get out there and get a little sweat on and, you know, make yourself feel better. Yeah. Uh, Ellie Ishmael's with us. She's a dietitian at Memorial's Weight Loss and Wellness Center.
Allie, um, you talk about uh, an increased screen time, uh, and I would imagine there are some parents who've tried to get their kids away from the computer or away from the video console or whatever they're playing these days. Uh, what suggestions do you have to, um, I guess, arm parents with the ability to do this uh, and to get kids away from these screens in a, in a fashion that doesn't make it feel like punishment, right? Right, right, absolutely. And it's more of encouragement than anything. It's not necessarily like, oh, you can only have, you know, these hours, but saying, you know, hey, have you gone outside today? You want to go for a walk with me? And, you know, I mean, if you have pets in the household, share some of that responsibility with your children and say, hey, you know, you should probably take the dog for a walk. Like, that's part of being a part of the family or, you know, encouraging just like fun activities outside that maybe they don't normally do. Like, hey, it's, you know, really hot outside today. Why don't we get the sprinkle out and run around and have some fun that way? Like choose another fun activity because I mean, I love screen time. I love my TV. I love, you know, video games and stuff, but you also want to have, you know, a mix and, um, you know, that division of responsibility really plays a big role. Like parents, you know, we, we want to encourage, we want to, you know, help out and give our advice and, you know, kids are only going to listen to so much, but definitely just continue to have that encouragement. Dietitian Ali Ishmael's with us from Memorial's Weight Loss and Wellness Center here on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. We're talking about child obesity. Ashley, or Ali, you were talking earlier about the uh, snacks that people can get and, and and you know, how we've gotten into that. I, I, I talk on the air about banana twins and these lemon sugar donuts that I've been grabbing. <laughs> Stay away like from that. them, Chris. Adorable, yeah, and, 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 and I'm curving that off. But now that we're into the summer, we certainly have some options and stuff. What are some of the best recipes that you like, you know, for, for quick snacks? to grab on the go to keep us from grabbing that Twinkie or that uh, banana twin or whatever? So for like grab and go, you know, there's the granola bars and um, things like that that are, again, you want to watch like sugar content and stuff like that. But um, things you could make at home, recipes that I really like that are easy, homemade popsicles, especially with the heat going on. And you can get really fun and creative with what you're making those with all the different flavors, Um, the energy bites. Um, I know a lot of people really like, like kids like to make that because, you know, they get to get dirty, get their hands in there. They can choose the different ingredients that go in there. So anything that, you know, kids can kind of contribute to what is going to be in the snack um, is always a really popular option. I tell you what, I think the... um the best thing that my mom did for me as a young kid was having me be a latch kid key or a latch key kid because I learned how to cook for myself. <laughs> Back at a, you know nine years old, I was flipping pancakes for my older brothers. Wow! Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, I to that day I still think back because I cook all the time. Mom and, didn't even let yeah. me touch the stove till I was twelve. Well, you know, I was she, like she probably shouldn't things, have allowed yeah. me to touch the stove, yeah. uh, but. <laughs> But it really it taught me those important lessons about, you know, good quality, fresh food and just the pride you get after making those good quality foods. So what's something easy uh, that a, a parent uh, who's at home today, maybe uh, you know, during a lunch hour, they can they can sit down with their with their young teen and uh, show them a quick and easy yet a nutritious meal. What are some uh, tips you have for them? So meal or snack? Uh, let's either or. Well, yeah, we, we were talking snacks before, but if using the stove as a meal, what could they make there? Um, so, yeah, different options there. Let me let me think a little bit. Um, 
So having, you know, stuff kind of pre-cut up, so like, you know, fruits and vegetables, we always want to encourage increase in that because that's obviously pretty healthy, but kind of working together and maybe you chop up a few before, you know, that's kind of your prep. Um, and so it's a quick grab-and-go thing. Um, string cheese with that is always popular. Oh, yeah. um, so it doesn't have to be like homemade things, but more convenient items that they can grab and go. But having, you know, the it comes down to the division of responsibility. So, um, you know, parents are there to provide the what, and then kids are really in charge of how much and when. So encouraging our kids, you know, hey, these are all your options. These are all your choices. And maybe they don't make the you know, the best choice every time, but encouraging them, you know, here's, you know, fruits and veggies, but we also have, you know, your, your sweet treats that you do like, and that's okay too. Um, we want variety. We want them to have the options. There's no good or bad foods or anything like that, but, you know, encouraging some more fruit and vegetable intake is always a plus. Um, you can make homemade hummus together. It's a really quick and easy um, thing to do for sure. Allie, I want to hold you around the corner real quick, if I could. If you've got time, can you take it to eight thirty? Is that all right? Um, oh, yeah, I can do. A oh, no, no, we'll, we'll get. Well, I'll, I'll get the last question in here. You know, parents okay. that have to battle the the constant battling at dinner time. You know, kids won't eat this, won't eat that, whatever. What kind of tricks and of the trade do you have for them? Yeah, so it's more of just keep exposing them to that um, food that you're wanting them to eat. Um, it takes about 10 times for um, a, a child to be exposed to a certain food before they'll even try it. Um, so don't, you know, it's not something to harp on. It's not something to worry about. But if you wow. keep reintroducing, they'll kind of get curious and, you know, they, they lead by example. So if you're eating it, they're more encouraged to eat it and things like that. So don't, you know, I, I think a lot of parents do get worried and they take a lot of personal responsibility for it. But end of the day, again, it's that division of responsibility. So it's it's ultimately up to the child to make the decision to eat it. The nugget out of there is 10 times that it takes. You know, it's like how many times mm-hmm. as parents have we given up trying to give them something? You know, if they, if they don't eat it two or three times, we give up when, in fact, we need to give it to them about 10 times before they finally take it. Wow. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Terrific. And there are going to be, oh, yeah, there are going to be ahead. foods that they just refuse to eat, but... That's okay. All right. Very good, Allie. Really good stuff. Uh, how can people find out more about the Dietitian and the Weight Loss and Wellness Center? Yeah. So if you just go on to our website, weightlossandwellnesscenter.com, it's pretty long, but it's the full Weight Loss and Wellness Center, no spaces. Um, and we have a lot of resources on there. We also have our Facebook group, if anyone does Facebook. Um, we have a lot of great resources on there. Um uh, all those options, definitely. Good stuff, Allie. Listen, thank you so much and uh, for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. You bet.